Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Congratulations to both of you. Having Thank such Thanks, mate. Such happy employment news to announce on the same day. Yes, that's right. Succession planning and play. Ah. Oddly, Peter, you joined Nova Entertainment from an outdoor, or as they say today, out of home advertising arena, and Kathy, you're leaving Nova to go to one. That's right. Correct. That's mm. right. Yeah. Spooky. Peter, have you given Kathy any tips on how the out of home sector operates? No, not, not, not yet, but now um, I mean, the news of Kath's departure is only like eight days old for me, so, but I'm sure we'll get there. But that medium's moved on, leaves the oh, okay. last in it. It just occurred to me, you guys didn't apply for the same job, did you? Unbeknownst to each other? No. 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 <laughs> and Peter's going, oh, damn, I wanted that job. Um, so you only knew eight days ago. that question, so well done. That's good. Nobody's asked you that question. Okay. Well, no, no, I haven't. That's good, though. No, I knew what job Peter wanted, so that's why it was easy to, for me to accept another no. one. Oh, I see. So, so it really wasn't that you decided to leave. It was those threatening notes you kept. <laughs> Either you go. <laughs> um, uh, it was just a. It was just a great series of complimentary events that all conspired for the perfect outcome. I think. Okay, so walk us through that seriously. How how did you know? How long are the two of you and I guess the chairman known about Kathy leaving and? being prepared for this day? Sure. Um, well, uh, not very long uh, to, is, the, is the correct answer to the last question. So I resigned two weeks ago. On, uh, two weeks ago. Yep. And so, um, but uh, I think the succession planning process has been in place at number for a number of years. And uh, when I was able to take some extended leave in 2018 and again in 2019, Peter acted in the CEO role uh, we've had development plans, career plans in place, mm. uh, and his uh, involvement across the sort of more strategic areas of the business, like digital and digital audio, has been building, and he's built a great depth of talent beneath him in the commercial function as well, which has allowed him to act more as a generalist, working with me on strategy and so forth. So um, that's been a, it's been a very natural process, and as the business has grown. It's grown within it, and at the point where I finally um, expressed my intention to leave, it was a pretty simple series of conversations, first with Lachlan and then Lachlan uh, with Pete, and the plan was put in place. So mm. it was as, as you would like it to be. So when they offered you the CEO's job, Peter, how long did you have to think about it before accepting? Uh. Oh, I, I think... Um, the owners knew when they asked I would say yes uh, um, as, you know, uh, the, the process of I've worked with CAF for 8 years Peter, yeah. and, it's, uh, and we've um, and we've had a successful 8 years working together and uh, with some of the other senior execs like, like Paul Jackson we've been quite a, a strong 
strong-knit team working on and growing the business, and we've had a successful run. So um, uh, I think my aspirations in terms of what I wanted to, to do and to succeed Cap when the day came were, uh, were pretty obvious, and, and that succession plan was was relatively open with, with the owners as well. So um, I think I think Lockwood knew what I was going to say when he asked, um, and, I, and I didn't disappoint him. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very proud and, and mm. very pleased, very honoured. And look, I'm really, I'm really happy for Kath. You, yeah. you, you know you know Kath well, and her experience um, in media and her reputation in this market um, is one of the reasons to join the business, to be frank. And, yeah. uh, but at the same time, is is built over the years as well. So, um, you know, I was very lucky to get her. And I think everybody knows that. Okay. Um, but Kathy, why did you decide to leave? Well, I wasn't looking to make a move, but um, but when I was asked to go and have a, a coffee with uh, some of the directors at O, I just felt that the job that they wanted done in this next era uh, with Brendan, the founder, expressing his intention to, to go about a year ago now, um, you know, clearly he's a, a very... Uh, you know, well-known, iconic figure in the out-of-home industry. And, you know, they, they're obviously looking, saw his leaving as an opportunity to bring in someone else. And, and you know, they've built a lot of uh, scale in various sort of acquisitions and they've got a strong brand. And I think they're really looking for someone to come in and bring it all together and, you know, prepare it for this next sort of era of its, of its development in a digital future. So I, I just felt a great... Uh, match with what I had achieved at Nova and the high growth strategy that we've put in place here that's been very successful and I could see a lot of parallels with what the directors of O wanted and it just felt like the right time for me after 12 years in this role, mm. um, knowing that I had a great successor in Peter just waiting and itching for the next opportunity. It just was an intersection of a whole lot of things that just meant it was right for everyone. So it's just been, yeah, it's been, it's mm. been a fantastic um, day for all that coming together finally. So I know that, you know, someone like you would always say, well, you know, I was looking for new challenges, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, is there, is there a point where you get stale, you know, being someplace for a long time? And, and assuming, I mean, it, it's, it's, you're leaving it in very good shape, I assume. I was going to get to that later. But, you know, does it get to that at any point? I'm not really a person that lets myself get stale. I just, I just don't really mm. do that. So... Um, no, I haven't felt at all stale, but but I think there's a, obviously there's a step change in leaving a job after 12 years in a company in a sector that you've worked in your whole career. Going to a new sector is quite an energising prospect. It's a big company. Uh, there's a lot of people there that I don't know, so working with new people with really great brands and established reputations that are all strong, it just appeals to, you know, to all the things that I go to work mm. for um so yeah no i think i think it just it was not really through any negative sense of what i was doing at Nova. it was just that this opportunity felt like one i couldn't i mm. could not go for do you think you're going to miss the day-to-day excitement of radio and i don't know outdoor but you know it's 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 i know it's media but it's media without talent and um you know exciting people and blow-ups every day and stuff are you going to miss that <laughs> Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. No, look, I think, I think it's been such an exciting and fun job because of all of that. But I, I, don't, I don't think I will be any less exciting and fun. It will just be different. And, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to experiencing radio as a, as a listener now and, you know, reading about it, looking for the radio. You know, just, just from the outside looking in will be just fantastic. I'll always be passionate about it. I'll always be a listener. And... Um, you know, now as I listen to the radio, I'll just have a few more things, extra things to look at as I drive past roadside uh, imagery. <laughs> I was kind of doing it anyway. It's kind of my two mediums. Yeah. What's that bit hanging down there? Why didn't can't somebody cut yeah. that off? Yeah. Well, they just look so amazing now, the digital ones, don't they? Yes. Oh, look, everything's going forward. But um, So, Peter, having been in the C-suite for the past eight years or more, you... Uh, know how the place runs and the staff know, knows you well too. So what are the major challenges you see for the network going forward? Peter, we've had a, we've had a good run um, and uh, I think it's, the challenge is to build on that success because, you know, not blowing up our own trump here, but we have been. You know, you've seen the ratings performance across this business, particularly with the advent of Smooth and what that's mean to our overall numbers. Yeah. Uh, revenue has followed ratings and therefore profitability of the business. So, um, uh, and building those brands. So we have uh, we've had growth in it on every measure every year since I've been in the business. So um, uh, I guess the biggest challenge is to continue to do that. Um, I, I feel like I know why we've done those things, um, and I'm pretty because I've been part of it. As I said, we're a pretty inclusive, we're a very inclusive team. It's a collaborative, collegiate bunch of people I work with, and, and Kath has led. So. Um, uh, I think it's just taking that to the next spot. The, um, the, obviously, there'll be challenges this year, but we're not unique in that. And um, I think it is focusing the business to come out of those challenges as quick as we possibly can, to adapt in the right way, and make sure that we are that we're fit for um, for pr- 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 progress and a return to normality when it comes. But um, I worked in I worked in radio and uh, on both sides of the world now, and. Um, to your earlier point, I, I'm, I'm more energised about this medium than I've probably just about ever been. And I think that audio feels pretty ubiquitous these days. There's a lot of conversations around it. Um, it's not just a, it's not just the radio medium, it's, it's, it's digital audio as well. And we're excited to play quite a key role in that. And, and that brings with it a whole bunch of opportunity, um, both in terms of... Of, of what content we put on what device and how we build a connected audience and build a connected a connected listener and how we create new content in, uh, in those spaces. So, um, and, I, and definitely the advertisers are interested in it. They're definitely leaning into this and want more. Hopefully that we can give them more insight and data around the audience because they their interactions with us will become more digital and we therefore will have more, more information about them. So all of that is... Um, and you saw that in some of the statements from some of our competitors last week. You know, they too are, are seeing real positives in the market at the moment. And, and we're all speaking the same language. I think it's, it's a, a massive opportunity for all of us. That's got something to do with, it, with, I think, the success of radio, that it's very collegiate nowadays. And you've got very good competitors who compete on a day-to-day basis. But together, 
they can see the big picture and you can go forward that way. So finally, um, to each of you, what do each of you see as the big challenges for all Australian media in the foreseeable future? Look, I, look, I think that there's been a lot written about digital platforms and the unfair treatment of established media relative to you know, the impact that those platforms are having on the businesses more generally. You can see what's happened in regional Australia with the content and news gathering sort of restructuring and still going on everywhere, television, radio, the whole bit. I think it's I think it's continuing to push for that level playing field and I know that those negotiations are going on right across the industry at the moment. That needs to continue to happen. And then I think beyond that it's uh, digitisation and, and the way in which... Media companies and Nova is uh, no, not excluded from this. Uh, understand more about their audiences and and uh, and educate the market accordingly. Big audience numbers are great, and Nova has them in spades. But equally, the intelligence you can mine through your digital listening, your podcast listening, and the way that you can um, broaden out uh, and enrich the, the the lens on your audience and probably evolve your measurement to be able to do the same, that they're going to be big opportunities for radio. And you can see that happening in outdoor uh, with the sorts of, uh, of audience-led propositions that are now coming to the fore as opposed to location-based selling. You can see it in television with uh, with BVOD and, uh, and and the SVOD plays of, of the major, major media companies. So it's happening everywhere. I think it's digitisation. Uh, understanding audience uh, and educating customers on how to best reach it uh, and, of course, making sure there's a level, level playing field for all media. I think what we've all got to get used to is the dynamic nature of what we're working in and, and almost to be able to cope with the short-term changes. The, um, I think what's, what COVID has provided is a consumer, consumer habits have changed and they may, some of them may never change back um, and we've got to adapt media and engagement of media um, to, to, to those changes, and, and we've all got those. So whether that be screen-based media that now have huge amounts of this thing in environments that don't have advertising anymore, through to you know, consumer habits changing and the commute being different and the date and daytime this thing or daytime commute um, changing, I think we've got to make sure that the um, that media reflects that. No longer can you just produce the same plan, produce the same media schedule as you always have done you've got to you've got to make sure that you're following the audience and their new habits and i think that'll bring an exciting and dynamic approach but at the same time might mean it's difficult to plan long term well thank you guys and congratulations to both of you hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.